0: Welcome back to Daily Drive Time Devotions in day five of our look at Mark chapter 12. We're gonna look at verses 41 to 44 today. One of the most familiar stories in the entire New Testament. Yesterday in our study, we saw that Jesus told us to beware of the Pharisees. Today, he's gonna tell us to be like a poor widow. Listen to what happened, verses 41 to 44. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. Now, you and I need to get the picture of what was happening this day. They're at the outer temple courts. Everybody's gathered. And, and in a huge crowd of people. There are some who are coming to give their offerings that day. There were actually collection boxes that were outside of the temple. They were 13 boxes set alongside of each other where people could come and put in their coins. And these boxes were—they were somewhat in the shape of a trumpet. In fact, they were called trumpets. And they were in the shape of a trumpet so that when you put the coins in, actually the sound was was amplified, it was magnified, and people could hear, in a sense, how much you were giving, how many coins and how heavy the coins that were going in. So some rich people were coming by, and they were putting in a lot of coins, and people could hear it. You, You would look over your shoulder when you heard this loud clunking noise and a lot of coins going in. And then a poor widow comes along. Two very small coins she puts in. No one in the crowd turned. No eye saw except Jesus. Jesus saw. Because to him, that was the most important gift that was given that day. This woman in the crowd who wanted to stay silent and just bring her small offering that she probably felt no one would ever notice, she's the one we're talking about today. She's the one who has impacted millions of lives when it comes to what it means to really give. Those rich people that day who made a lot of noise with their giving, they didn't impact anybody. This poor widow, she's impacting my heart and your heart today. Just think with me about the total contrast that this woman showed to what Jesus had experienced this entire day. Think about how spiritually refreshing it must have been for Jesus to see this woman give her all. Think of it in light of what he'd experienced this day. He talked with some religious leaders who tried to trap Jesus with a question about giving. And they'd had this long discussion about Caesar and coins and who should I give to. But it was all a trap. They didn't care about giving. In light of that, here's Jesus watching this woman who gave because she just wanted to give. It was refreshing. Jesus this day had talked to the Sadducees and he'd heard their questions about the resurrection and he'd shown them, that by their very question, they showed that they didn't understand the scriptures, they didn't understand the power of God. And then here's this woman, this poor widow, who with two small coins is a living example of the truth of God and the power of God. Jesus had talked this day to a teacher who'd asked him about the most important commandment. A teacher whom Jesus had said to him at the end of the conversation, you are not far from the kingdom of God. You're not far from living out these commandments to love. And here is a woman who was there. She'd arrived. She just loved. She loved God and she loved her neighbor. This woman is the absolute opposite of those who loved long robes and seats of honor and religious ceremony and who devoured widows' houses. This poor widow expressed with her two small coins, a love for God that could not be found in the longest robe, the highest seat, or the fanciest ceremony. She is a humble widow expressing her love for God, and Jesus saw it. Jesus heard it. No one else did, but he did. And he said, I want you all to see this. I want you all to hear this. Two small coins and two world-changing, life-transforming lessons. Lessons about giving. Number one, real giving is humble. Number two, real giving is sacrificial. Real giving is humble. This woman gave in absolute humility. How would you have felt in this crowd of so many people where the wealthy were coming and giving so much to have only two small coins? That's all she had. And she had to think, like maybe you have thought at times when you couldn't give as much as you wanted to give, she had to think, what difference could this make in comparison to everyone else? Even as she's walking up to give that day and she sees the other people giving, it had to be a temptation to just walk away. What difference could I make? Why even give? But she gave in humility. And when other people that day were giving for the notice because it made a lot of sound and people turned their head and thought, wow, aren't they a giver? She gave when no one could hear. And even if anyone did hear, they would have turned their head and thought, so little? How could you give so little? She gave not comparing herself to others or thinking about what she couldn't give. She just gave. Giving is humble. For her, giving wasn't focused on herself. It was focused on God, and so she just gave. Real giving is humble, and real giving is sacrificial. That's what Jesus wanted us to not miss. Look, he said, these people, they gave out of their wealth. They gave some small part. This woman, it's all she had. She gave her all. Listen, God is not concerned about how much you give but he's concerned about how deeply you give. God isn't in the accounting business and in the bookkeeping business. He's in the heart business. He's looking at my heart. He's looking at your heart. Now, here's the question that's behind this for me. This is a poor widow, and she gave her all. When you feel financial stress, how do you continue to give? Here's how. You look at this humble widow, and when you look at this humble widow, you're able to live a different kind of life. You see, when I'm financially stressed, I stop giving. I have cut myself off from the attitude of heart and the impact of my relationship with God that I most need when I'm under financial stress. I know it's tempting when you look at the accounting and the math of it to say, well, we, we don't have enough to give. I, I don't have enough to give when I'm under financial stress. But when I'm under stress is when I most need to give. But how do I, how do I find the heart? to continue to give. How do I find the heart to stop worrying? To take away the stress? You look at this humble widow, and when you do, here's what happens. You get your eyes off of what you can't give and you put them on what you can give. You get your eyes off of what you lack and you put them on what God has given. You get your eyes off of yourself and you put them on others. And you get your eyes off of your circumstances and you put them on God. And once you've done that, you are free. Instead of grasping selfishly, you're able to give sacrificially. Jesus knew what he was talking about here. Give humbly. Give sacrificially. I have to wonder if watching this woman give her all, Jesus wasn't also thinking about the cross. As he said, look to these disciples, look at what she's done. Because at the end of this very week, Jesus is going to give humbly. The Bible tells us in Philippians that he humbled himself and that he gave himself on the cross. God himself dying on the cross. He gave humbly and he gave sacrificially. He gave his life. He gave his all. Jesus is our example of this kind of giving, of this kind of life. It's interesting. This entire chapter, Mark chapter 12, is a chapter for those going through difficult economic times. This chapter tells us don't depend on human government to do what only God can do. Government can do what government can do but only God can give us hope. Only God can give us a future. Only God can give us his plan. And this chapter reminds us, don't ever think that you have too little to give or that what you give cannot make an eternal impact. This woman, I'm sure, thought there is no impact from what I give. There is an eternal impact from what she gave. Now, how am I going to live this out? The proof of whether I've listened to Jesus Christ isn't found in in verse 3 where they enjoyed his teaching is not even found in verse 17, where they were amazed at his teaching. The proof of whether Jesus' truth is transforming my life is, am I going to do his teaching? Am I going to live it out? Jesus is my prophet. He's my foreteller. He's the one that is letting the truth make its way into my life when I don't just listen to what he says, but I do what he says. So let's ask him for the strength to do it right now. And as we pray together, I want to go back to where our eyes are for just a moment, those phrases I shared a moment ago, and ask you to join me in prayer And just asking this of God. God, help me to get my eyes off of what I can't give and help me to put my eyes on what I can give. Father, help me to get my eyes off of what I lack and put my eyes on what you have given. Help me to get my eyes off of myself and to put them on others. And help me to get my eyes off of my circumstances and to put them on you, God. Jesus, I ask this, this new miraculous way of thinking. I ask that it would come into my life through your power. In your name, amen. We'll be back next week. We're going to be looking together at Mark chapter 13. Mark 13 is what Jesus has to say about the second coming.